Hello and welcome back to the PGF podcast. Today I'm going to be talking about weekend overeating and I think that this is a massive fallback or you know stumbling block for a lot of people who are looking to lose body fat Um, and the long and short of overeating at the weekend or overeating at any point really is down to the approach that people are taking. The approach that they are taking is too severe, it's too significant, um, it's too restrictive and therefore they feel the need to overeat certain things and usually that comes at the weekend um, because the weekend has a bit less routine to it and you're more likely to be in situations like social situations, meals out, nights out where the food or drink that you are overeating or overdrinking is a lot more readily available than in the week. Um, so we're kind of going to go over where the mentality comes from, break down the mentality that is causing you to overeat at the weekend. And then I'm going to finish with some reminders that I want to give you um, to help you kind of overcome the issue of overeating um, and also hopefully to give you some reassurance um, that all is not lost and that you know your progress your progress is coming okay so um, let's start the first thing I want to say is you are not lazy or weak-willed you are not unmotivated and you do not lack discipline as I said before this is a problem that is not a you problem this is an approach and mentality problem and that is what we're going to cover today so the first thing I want to talk about is the all or nothing mentality so this is the idea that you have to be perfect or you're not going to do it at all so a, a lot of what people see as perfect is salads for every meal no carbohydrates um, clean foods only, nothing packaged, nothing with chemicals in it, which is nuts because l- like everything is a chemical, literally everything is a chemical, but, um, but sure, let's go with that. Um, and definitely none of your favorite foods, you know, people go on a diet and they completely overhaul the foods that they eat. They go from eating spaghetti bolognese, lasagna, curries, whatever it might be, which are all great foods, all delicious. And then suddenly they just overhaul it and are like, no, all I eat is salads now. And it's like, well, you weren't eating that before, which suggests that you maybe don't even like salads that much. And you're just overhauling everything and you're just making it so much harder for yourself. So you have this idea of perfection, which is looks distinctly different to what you usually eat, which I guess is a problem in and of itself. And then when you start to stray away from that, which often happens at the weekend because you're going for meals out and it's really hard to be perfect. You can't control what you're eating anymore. You know, there might not be salads on the menu. There's going to be carbohydrates. There's going to be, you know, fries on the side of your plate, whatever it might be. And because you can no longer be perfect, you decide to just throw the towel in and say, effort. You know, because you cannot be completely perfect, instead of just having one, you know, a main that wasn't perfect, you've decided to have three courses, have, you know, buffalo wings with cheese sauce and, I don't know, a massive cheese pizza. And then for dessert, you're having a chocolate fudge cake and then you're having uh, a super sugary cocktail. And I'm not saying that any of those things are inherently bad, but what I am saying is that if you have a goal of fat loss, you could have gone out and just had a main 
just had the pizza, enjoyed it, took your time eating it, you know, got pleasure from the fact that you were eating it and then said, actually, I'm not going to have a main and a dessert, no, a starter and a dessert because, you know, I still, I still have goals that I want to reach and I'm going to have um, a Pepsi Max instead of a sugary cocktail because overall at the end of this meal I'm gonna have eaten maybe like 800 a thousand calories instead of the 3,000 you're you're otherwise gonna eat if you have starter main dessert and a drink on top of it okay so basically what you've decided to do is just say effort and say you know I'm already ruining it so I might as well just keep going And that is the first problem. It is the all or nothing mentality and it is the inability to not be perfect. It's the inability, yeah, it's the inability to keep trying even when you know you can't be perfect. And this is called, or the opposite of this is called imperfect action. Imperfect action is knowing you cannot do it perfectly and doing it, doing your best anyway. And that will get you so much further, but we'll come on to that. Um, a little bit later. So the next thing is moral value. And this again, they all feed into each other. You are asserting or assigning moral values to the food that you eat. Meaning when you were being perfect and you were just eating salads and soups and you hate every second of your life, you you're being good. That's what you're telling yourself. And everyone's you go into work with your salad and everyone says, Oh Sarah you're being so good today. Look at you with your salad and your soup. You're being, that's so good of you. You're being so good. I'm having such a naughty tea later. I'm having something with carbohydrates in it. So I'm being really naughty later, but look at you being so good with your salad. That narrative that you are feeding yourself and that other people are feeding you is not helping you. That narrative means that when you decide, actually, I, I'm i not going to have my soup later. I'm going to have a spaghetti bolognese my family that now you are being bad that now you are being naughty and that thought in your head of I'm being bad I'm being naughty I'm not being perfect I'm ruining everything means that you aren't even enjoying the food that is in front of you you're not even enjoying the fact that you're having a dinner with your family you're so inside your head that you're not actually enjoying the decision that you've made to move away from what you had originally planned So now you're eating more calories, which, you know, might be a problem, might not be a problem, but you're not even enjoying it anyway. And you're not able to just carry on with your day because instead you're under this this crippling guilt and shame which you're layering onto yourself because now you think you're a bad person because you ate a spaghetti bolognese, which is just not true. So you need to remove these moral values that you're giving to food and then which you are applying to yourself based on the food that you are eating because it is not helping you and if you just saw all food as food some with more calories some with less calories some with more nutrients some with less nutrients then you'd be able to actually make a choice of what it is that you want to eat and not be swayed by what you think makes you a good or bad person and then if you choose to eat a donut for example you you don't you can just enjoy it and not feel guilt or shame about the fact that you're eating it the third thing i want to talk about is over restriction because of the mentality you've created that some foods are good and some foods are bad you are restricting yourself of the foods that you are saying are bad you are not allowing yourself to eat them and when you don't allow yourself to eat something 
If I said to you to live your life this week, you would live your life. If I then said to you, live your life this week, but do not under any circumstances eat chocolate, all of a sudden chocolate is in your head. You weren't even thinking about it before and now you're thinking about it and you're thinking, I can't eat chocolate, I can't eat chocolate, I can't eat chocolate. Last week, you didn't think about chocolate once. And this week, it's all you can think about because you've told yourself you cannot have it. And you will resist the temptation and resist and resist and resist. And maybe you're at work and, you know, there's no chocolate around and that's great. And then it gets to the weekend, your friend comes over and says, brought a bottle of wine and a bar of chocolate. And you think, oh, wow, I've been so good all week. So now I'm going to have this bar of chocolate and a bottle of wine. But I'll just have a block of chocolate and I'll just have a glass of wine. But then because you've restricted, you cannot just stop. You cannot just have one block of chocolate and one glass of wine because you have that idea, you, you feel so restricted that, that it's just, it's not even a choice anymore. It feels impossible to stop at, at that point. And, and that is the result of the restriction. Whereas if you had just had it throughout the week when you first started thinking about it, or if you hadn't placed that restriction on yourself in the first place and you constantly have a view of I can eat whatever I want whenever I want it which is called unconditional permission to eat I have unconditional permission to eat what I want when I want it then when your friend comes round with chocolate you could and I know this sounds like impossible you could actually say no because you can make the decision of whether you want it or not and if you don't want it you don't have to have it because you know that if tomorrow you decide you want it then you can have it then or maybe next week, or maybe the week after, or maybe you decide actually you do really want it. You have a few few blocks of chocolate and you're like, oh, that was great. Thoroughly enjoyed that. Move on with my life. No guilt, no shame. Excellent. And if you did that, you'd be likely to stay in, inside your calorie deficit because you've only had a few blocks of chocolate. It's when you eat the entire bar that it becomes quite difficult to stay in your calorie deficit when an entire bar is like 800 calories. Which moves me on to the next point, which is scarcity mindset. Scarcity mindset is the idea that the food is not always going to be there, so I should eat it all now. Now you are creating scarcity because luckily in this country where we are very privileged, most people or a good proportion of the population can, if they fancy some sort of food, let's go back to the chocolate, they can go to the shops and buy themselves that chocolate. And because of 24-hour supermarkets, you can do that any time of any day, pretty much 365 days of the year, which means we do not have, in this country, scarcity of chocolate. <laughs> so you were creating that scarcity by saying, I cannot have it next week. And that thought of, I cannot have it next week, forces you to eat all of it right now and this may be because oh well if I have this bar of chocolate in my house then I might eat it next week and next week on Monday I'm going to go straight back to my diet so I don't want it in the house because that will tempt me so I'm going to eat it all now which makes no sense because either way you're eating an entire bar of chocolate it's just that you've decided to eat it all now when you don't actually want it now you're going to feel a bit sick at the end of it whereas you could have just eaten a bit now and a bit tomorrow and a bit the day after and a bit the day after that and enjoyed every single chance you had every single opportunity you had to eat that chocolate you would have enjoyed it and you would have ended up eating the exact same amount apart from you would have eaten it over the space of a week or maybe two instead of the next 20 minutes or you eat all of it because you know you are not going to allow yourself to eat it next week 
And so whilst you're being a bit naughty, whilst you're, you know, having a night off of the plan, whilst you're doing something which you think is not helping you towards your goals, you might as well just whole hog it. You might as well do the eat the entire bar of chocolate. You know, why not? You've already ruined everything. Your diet's ruined. You're going to wake up tomorrow 10 stone heavier. So you might as well just throw caution to the wind and eat the entire bar now. You have created that through scarcity because you're telling yourself, well, I can't eat this tomorrow, so I might as well just eat it all now. And these ideas of your scarcity mindset, your over-restriction, the moral value that you're placing, the all or nothing mentality, which you have created, are coming together to create a perfect storm where you feel restricted, you impose shame upon yourself, you judge yourself based on moral values that you have assigned to food, and you are creating scarcity, which means that the option to just eat the foods that you want in the amount that you actually want is not actually an option. So here are my reminders for you going forward into this weekend and just for future. I have five reminders that I want to give you. Number one, if your goal is to lose body fat, you need to eat in a calorie deficit, which is eating less calories than you expend. It means that you end up in a negative energy balance. And so your body needs to find that energy from somewhere to make sure that you can you know, keep moving and doing all the things you need to do in the day. And so it uses body fat to make up the deficit that you've created, okay? That's calorie deficit. That is what you need in order to lose body fat. It does not matter from a fat loss point of view, what food you use to create that calorie deficit. If you need 2000 calories to survive the day and you eat 1500 calories, you've created a 500 calorie deficit. If you eat 1500 calories of chocolate or 1500 calories of broccoli, technically you have created the same deficit and will lose the same amount of body fat. I'm obviously not advising you to do either of those things because one will lead to probably tooth decay and a stomach ache and one will lead to a very sad life indeed. However, the point still stands. Whatever food you decide to make up that that calorie deficit, to make up your food intake, is completely up to you. I would advise a variety of foods, including fruit, veg, carbs, proteins and fats, including chocolate, but fundamentally it's up to you and you eating foods that you have labeled bad does not necessarily mean you'll not lose body fat what will mean you won't lose body fat is if you continue to overeat them because you think that you cannot eat them again in the future because you feel so restricted that um that you just feel like you have no control and have to keep eating them that will take you out of your calorie deficit but just having a donut within your calorie deficit is not is not going to ruin your fat loss Second, ignoring the drive to eat the foods that you enjoy increases your likelihood to overeat them. If you continually ignore the fact that you want some food and you suppress and suppress and suppress it, that that feeling will not go away. It will just grow and grow and grow and you'll feel more and more restricted. And then when you do eventually give in, you're not going to be able to eat mindfully because you're gonna be eating it quickly you will not be able to eat moderately 
and that will, is what will take you out of your calorie deficit. So listen to your body and really try and enjoy the experience. If you're inhaling chocolate at the speed of light, because it's almost like the quicker I eat it, the less the less it happened, I don't know, um, you're not enjoying that process. You're not enjoying the flavor or the texture. You're not, you're not enjoying any of it. You're just filling yourself with shame. So eat it, eat the foods you want, eat it slowly, enjoy the experience and then move on. Even if you overeat it, no shame, just move on. Number three, act imperfectly. Taking action that is imperfect will get you a really, really, really long way. And if you act imperfectly, if you just try your best and accept your best for whatever it is on that day, and you do that day after day for 12 weeks, you will get so much further than working at 100% for a day or 100% for a week or 100% for two weeks, okay? Working imperfectly, which is honestly the best you can ask for because you cannot control what happens in life. You cannot control everything. You cannot be perfect. Working imperfectly is what will help you succeed and you have to release yourself from the need to be perfect because it is holding you back. Number four, there are no good or bad foods. There, there are no good or bad foods. You might think, well, spinach is a good food. It's filled with iron. Yeah, spinach is a great food. But if all you ate was spinach, you would not be healthy. If all you ate was chicken breasts, you would not be healthy. If all you ate was donuts, you would not be healthy. You need variety in your diet. And assigning moral value is not helping you mentally or physically. There are more nutritious foods, there are less nutritious foods, there are more calorie dense foods, there are less calorie dense foods, and all of them are fine. All of them should be included, and you are not good or bad based on the food that you've decided to eat. And finally, you cannot fail as long as you keep trying. The only time you are not going to achieve your goal where you are guaranteed to not achieve your goal is when you give up trying, is when you stop trying and say, this is too hard and you throw the towel in. That, that is the only time you can fail. If you keep going and you keep trying your best, even when it doesn't look perfect, even if you had a donut or two, but you say, actually, I accept that I did that. I, I accept the decision I made and I will move on and carry on. Then you cannot fail. Fundamentally cannot fail. So that is what I wanted to talk about today. I hope that it was helpful um, and reassures you that you are not the problem, but the, the mindset that you have, which is also probably not a fault of your own. Like we're constantly surrounded by people, you know, Debbie in the staff room telling you, oh, that's, that's, you know, that's a bit naughty having a chocolate with your lunch. It's not Debbie, shut up, you know? It's all around us but you have to change this mindset if you want to progress and you want to be successful. So yeah, if you would like to talk more about um, any of the things that you think are holding you back from achieving whatever your fitness goal is, whether it's fat loss or muscle building, whatever it might be, then as always, my DMs are always open at, on my Instagram at pagegracefit. 
Um, if you enjoy this podcast, let me know. I appreciate if people share it to their stories, helps people find out about it. Um, I love this podcast so much because I could talk for actual years. Like I've just sat in my office for the last 20 minutes talking to myself and I had a, I had a blast. So, um, so yeah, I love doing it. If you have any suggestions of things you'd like me to talk about, you can also tell me on my Instagram. And if you're interested in coaching, being coached by someone who sees you more as more than a number, more than, you know, the weight on the scales, who is as invested in your physical progress as your mental progress, um, then get in touch. I would love to hear from you. Um, and my absolute bread and butter is helping women achieve their goals in an environment that nurtures their confidence and well-being. So I'd love to help you.